0: My name is Vanessa Yvonne and you're welcome to today's podcast. Today being at Friday midnight, I'm going to read a bedtime story and today's story is going to be given as that, you know, fantasy vibe. So it is quite contemporary and also very Nordic. So I just want you to sit back. I want you to lie down, and I need you to dream. This is a story called The Forest's Heart. She took her first breath in a grove of towering aspen trees, under the shadow of a human bed's wing. Her mother was a melody of the mountain stream, and her father was the glitter of sunlight through the coin-shaped leaves. The forest cared for her, swallowed her in white flowers, and sustained her bed sung While she cried, the butterflies kissed her cheeks and dried her tears. She grew strong and fast, and in only a few years, she was taller than the saplings that sprouted on the day of her birth. When the nights were cold, she slept beside the fawns, curled up against their spotted backs while their mothers sang lullabies and told stories. On warm spring evenings, she lay on beds of moss and sweet smelling fallen leaves. She played with the bluebird who taught her how to sing. She raised the coyote pups along dry stream beds. On rainy days when the earth smelled of sky, she wandered down to the mountain lake and swam with the river otters. She lived a contented life for many years in the little grove. The wooden mountainside loved her dearly, you knew the sound of her footsteps and the touch of her fingers. Even the most fearsome creatures were tame in her presence. The bears taught her where to find the sweetest honey. The chorus of wolves sang her day eggs in hollow harmony, hoping to see her smile. Even when the mountain lion tipped its regal head in her direction as she stalked by the sedge a... <laughs> She was the forest heart. One day, she walked a strange sound in the woods, voices clumsy and ill-defined, not lofty like Bedsong or steady like a doe's mama. She climbed to the top of an old pine tree who straightened with joy at her touch. A man and his son rumbled through the woods, snapping limbs from sapling trees and trampling lucks underfoot. the foot. The man was tall and thin, and the boy stood about the girl's height with a smile cool as a riverbed stone. She watched all day from a distance as the clad space in the aspen grove to make camp, gathered wood, made a fire, pulled fish from the lake with a stick, and a string to roast them over the flames. When night fell, the forest held a hushed conference about the strangers. The nervous squirrels chittered, the box stamped their hues, and the owls quieted everyone down to warn them. No one was to go near the trespassers, especially not the girl. The next morning, the girl licked dewdrops from the wild mint leaves and wandered the woods. Avoiding the spot where the man and his son lay sleeping, she hummed to herself as she walked and did not notice the boy who had risen at the sound of her song and followed it. What's your name? He asked as he approached and the forest grew deathly still. The girl did not have a name. She did not know what names were. There was no use for such things in the forest, for the creatures knew one another too intimately for their names. Your name? He asked again, slowly. She shrugged. He frowned. I'm Liam. Liam, she replied, letting the ward fall from her tongue like a berries from a vine. He nodded and stepped towards her, hands overstretched and his palm rested in a hard-carved wooden rabbit, one of the most beautiful and strange things she'd ever seen. Hesitantly, knowing that the disapproving trees were watching, she snatched the rabbit from him and dashed away, vanishing into the woods. The man and his son stayed in the grove one more day. Neither caught a glimpse of the girl in that time, and the man was quite convinced that his son had dreamed her. But Liam knew the truth. So did the forest. After the trespassers left, the girl clung tightly onto the wooden rabbit and whispered her wishes in its ears. The creatures in the forest told her to forget the boy begged her to join her games. For weeks, she could not bring herself to do either. A year passed and somewhere in that time, the girl nearly forgot about Liam. She left the wooden rabbit under the old pine tree. She played once more with the otters and sang with the sparrows. (laughs) The forest was whole again, whole and happy. Then, Liam and his father returned. This time, the girl was bolder and met Liam in the grove while his father fished down at the lake. He didn't look up from the fire when she appeared. He only smiled into the gentle flames. I knew you were real, he whispered. She smiled back. Liam and his father returned to the woods once every spring each year much to the forest chagrin liam and the girl stole a moment together beneath the shade of the pan branches, nestled in the scent of fallen needles that clung to the skin they talked and they laughed the girl came to love speaking in Liam's clumsy language. Just as he came to love how well she knew the forest, how deeply she belonged to it. The third year they met, Liam stole a kiss from the girl under the pine tree. The fourth year, the girl stole two kisses, and Liam stole the caress of the girl's wildflower skin. One day, after many years of stealing kisses, they stole much more after from one another and lingered in the shade of the pine tree in a breathless reverie. Shortly after that day, Liam and his father departed the wood again. The girl fell ill. The forest did not scold, only sighed at the inevitability of eat all and nursed her as best as it could. In time, she grew better. And stronger. She grew fuller too and felt the terrifying exhilaration of life within her. She bore a child under the shade of the aspen trees, a daughter with wildflower skin and eyes full of wishes. The girl gave her daughter a little who had been to play with. When spring came, The two of them waited under the pine tree for Liam's return.